Yes, hello everybody. How to succeed in property and business question and answer session. So what you want to do right now is start tagging people. So Laura, awesome to have you on here. So if, tell us, where, where are you? Where are you in the country? Where are you in the world? We know a lot of international people are interested. We've got people in Sweden, Turkey, Belgium, Luxembourg that are all using these principles and strategies. So we know they work all over. So that's awesome. So yeah, it was two day real life property wealth event. First time we did two days. I think it was uh, great learnings for, for, for literally everybody. Next event we have coming up very soon is a four day event called Property Wealth Turbo. Oh and my God, I'm so excited. And just while we wait for some of your questions to come through, because we want, we want to hear your questions. So what questions do you have anything about how to succeed in property or business because yesterday and the day before we covered a lot about property investing all the little intricacy details of how to get offers accepted and building a system which is a business a business is a system if you think about it so look anything around property or business get your questions in here right now but also start tagging people so let's start tagging some people that you might want to give them the opportunity to see what it is that we talk about, what information we are sharing, uh, because they might be interested or they might see some of this and they might want to go watch some of our YouTube videos. So you can go search Real, Real Life Group on YouTube and you will see endless videos on everything or anything. And if you don't see something and you want to know about it, let us know. We'll do a video. We want to give information away for free or or strategies that you need for free better than you would normally pay for because i think we're in that era where it's like look we're doing what we're doing we're running many businesses ourselves we're enjoying yeah. our life we're enjoying our three children and, and 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 oh my goodness if it wasn't for the team the amazing team not just in our businesses but also the team that helps us personally in our lives like a personal trainer and the, and the people that help us you know maintain our house and helping with our family oh my goodness i think i would have quit before i said this yesterday well i, I would quit if it wasn't for the team that and the amazing team and the amazing tribe so guys for the people put hashtag tribe if you're watching this and you're already part of the tribe and you're loving the tribe vibe but what I want to do, and do you want to do, do you want to go first? Let's, yeah, start tagging some people. Yes, Nikki. Yes, Sherilyn. Sherilyn. Yes, Laura. So I want you to start tagging some people. And if you're watching this, comment. Let us know where you are because I also want to know who is on here, who is watching. But look. So, so this one is really interesting. I'm going to just share some amazing stuff really, um, really. from Property Wealth Turbo. So this is from one attendee. So, wow, this transformational course has really opened the door to some of the most powerful insights about property, as well as my own mindset and little voice. I've lost my voice from all the cheering for my own and others' property and personal accomplishments. I've made friends that I know will support me fully in this journey. Trisha, Mark, thank you. You to inspire and transform. And I can honestly say I know the lessons I have learned will benefit me forever. Lots of love. Forever. Look, listen to this one. Insane in capital letters, insane experience, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Real life property wealth turbo has transformed my life, pulled me out of my comfort zones. <laughs> so this band's got more than one set comfort zone and pushed me towards freedom. Made some amazing friends. Look, this is how important it is 
but we're working in teams. We get you working in teams so you can practice building a business and working in teams. So build some amazing frame uh, friends for life. What like, does it say life? But it means life, yeah. It means life, for life, friends for life, and learn invaluable lessons in three days. This, this one was three days, but now the one coming up in October is uh, four days. Oh my goodness, it's gonna be crazy. Um, so they learned some invaluable lessons in three days that some wouldn't learn in a lifetime. Thank you, Mark and Trisha, for this amazing opportunity. And then I have, what an amazing weekend. The learning is life-changing filled with so much emotions and exercises to create a different perspective in life. Both Trisha and Mark give so much in their events. The value is amazing and the learning is unbelievable. I have had light bulb moments and breakthroughs in all of the learnings, plus work the numbers. Thank you. What does this say? Conquered. Ah, okay. So this person's put, came, conquered, survived. <laughs> Live to spread the word of real life freedom. Amazing three days. And then this one, the Property Wealth Turbo three-day seminar was like no other event I have attended before. The feeling was world class. Oh, the teaching was world class, thank you. And I learned key property strategies that will take my property portfolio to over 2 million in the next 18 months. More importantly, I have grown in my mindset, courage, and have completely transformed my outlook in these three days. This will serve me and my mission tremendously in property and in life. I absolutely love and value this drive. Thank you, I love that. Great stuff, look at this one. Best three day event I ever been to. So many learnings, I have changed into a different person. Wow. Thank you for all your help. I have gained deals during this. Listen, we do, one of the days is called business day, right? So all the different learnings that you actually, or the strategies, we don't just send you home to do it. We actually then do it, we're there to guide you, we get deals, we're on the phones doing this. And uh, yeah, so this person gained deals there and then she says, I'm ready to continue on this property journey in the, what's it say? Category of outrageous. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, going awesome. Awesome. This one was, this was a great three-day event. Plenty of great content for even better context. The trainers and coaches all did a fantastic job. The real life team will show you the mechanics required to do great property deals, but they will also focus on making sure that you have the mindset to get the most out of your property journey. Awesome. Love that. Hey, listen, Love keep that. your questions coming because we're just uh, we're just reading out some of this information for these people that have got Property Wealth Turbo to look forward to. But also, if you're interested in wanting to find out more or you want to come to Property Wealth Turbo, put hashtag PWT. Hashtag PWT. Yeah, because it's coming up. It's if you're interested. Month. It's going to be amazing. If you're interested. Here's another one. I attended a three-day PWT event and it... I was amazed by how much was included, as well as increasing my property knowledge, growing relationships wow. even further with the tribe, in brackets, second family, awesome. I also did things that helped my mental and emotional connection with issues stopping me moving forward. So guys, if you have some things that are stopping you moving forward, then you might want to consider how you don't just get the information of what's required to invest in property, but how 
you can actually move forward like, oh, 10 out of 10. I didn't even ask them to do that. They scored as, as well. Yeah, this and is a short one. This one's a short one. Look, incredible learnings. Who'd have thought I, I could, could, so much could be learned from. And then this guy, dot, 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 this, dot, guy's, dot. this guy's put something in there. But this is a very top secret exercise that we play throughout the weekend. So I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, but this guy's saying so much could be learned. He didn't realize how much you could learn from this. Because isn't it true that rules, regulations, government, they're changing things all the time. So you, it's not just about knowing what to do when everything is going okay. It's how do you deal with things when things are not going your way or things change or they don't turn out as expected. That's So if you've got any questions around this as well, because how to succeed in property and business will definitely include you figuring out how do you know what to do and how do you deal with things when they go wrong. So there's a lesson in everything he says. Thank you. Awesome. And this one says, blown away with Mark and Trisha's journey, knowledge, and most importantly, their person, uh, their passion to better people. Because we are, we just want to better people all the time and give, give as much as we can. Unlike the usual property tat tat, type courses that are usually sold <laughs> <laughs> these guys have taken a concept and totally transformed it into useful life-changing energetically delivered information thank you so much that's awesome, uh, awesome this is quite long, so just, should do, i've got a short, one. a short one so a total breakthrough weekend with every expectation smashed Boom, i like that so what does it say such an amazing weekend had by all I discovered so much about myself. It helped me with things. It helped me see through massive issues I had with my subconscious. Gave up smoking. What, uh, what's happened there? I know, I'm not sure. I'm just seeing if it's... Hello, everybody. Let's just... see. Hello. Hello. Can you... Are we still there? Why would this happen? I'm not sure. Oh yeah, we have gone up on the screen. Are we still, can you hear us though? Just put the volume on and see if we can be heard. Are we still there? Are we still there? Yeah, so, Why would this happen? Yeah, so you guys can see us, we just can't sure. see. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. Okay, yeah, so, where did I get to? So, yeah, gave us smoking one money. So, hey, Lee, you come here to make money, my friends. During, you take money home with you. But also enjoyed seeing others transform and even inspired a few to do that as well. Loved my team, learned how to assess things that don't work and how to overcome the issues. Thank you so much for everything. That is okay, so awesome. Okay. Honestly, Property Wealth Turbo is so life-changing. Oh, so this, this three-day Property Wealth Turbo event was frigging awesome. So much learned, so much taken away for life. Such valuable lessons learned. We were able to have fun, share our deepest kept secrets, create life-long uh, life bonds and get completely out of our comfort zones. Hell yeah. And um, this course was way different to anything I have ever been to before. It was mindset, life lessons, and property all, all combined into one in the most amazing way. What Mark and Trisha have created is mind-blowing. Their experience, the people are in the tribe, are second to none. Love you both and grateful for all that you have done for us. 
Thank you so much. That's okay, okay. Awesome. No, yeah. last one, last, last one, last one. Last one. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I've been a part of the real life property world since the 5th of November 2018. And I have to say, Property Wealth Turbo was the second to none of value regarding transformational education. Awesome experience, and I can't wait to excel regarding my personal, uh, my property wealth journey going forward. So many breakthroughs and self realization in just three short days. Wow, would recommend attending to anyone looking to grow, develop, and reach their desired outcomes while working on mindset. Attend Property Wealth Turbo. Awesome, excellent. Okay, so hashtag PWT if you want to know more, or just go find the people about who's already done it. So here's the thing, let's get into the first question. So guys, I've got an investor who is a friend, he's eager to get going as much as me to start off right. Is it worth getting a deal already sourced? I think what you're asking there is, should I, should I get a deal? Should I, should I pay for a source deal? I think that's what's being asked, isn't it? Yeah, so like, I think the situation is you've got an investor, you've created the relationship, you've got the demand from him that he's ready to go and everything. There is a lot that you can take away from what we went over this weekend, but I know that you've just joined the tribe, so welcome and well done for doing so. Um, yeah, it's Nikki, so okay. congratulations, welcome to the tribe. There's going to be loads of things that we can go over, and you have access to the mastermind, which is directly after this at 8 p.m. for just tribe members only, so we can bring it up on that. But there are ways now that we can look to create excellent deals quickly. But the main important thing is to continue in communication with that investor. Don't go quiet on them. Don't just disappear because then they will start to look at other people because they'll think, well, you haven't got anything for me and it will lose that relationship. So the important thing is if they've said they're happy to invest in you, keep them in communication. Say, I'm just working on some deals right now. Once I have one that's ready to go, do you want to be the first person that I call when I'm ready and if they say yes then they, that's them saying they're willing to wait for you you know keep them in communication just make sure that you're authentic and they know exactly what's going on all the time it's when you go quiet when you pull away from the relationship when the communication dies down that's when things get lost and you um you lose out on things that's when it happens so keep your questions coming where, wherever or whenever you are watching this, because if you're on here live, we're going to answer them now. If you're watching this on the replay, put hashtag replay, but also put your questions in here because we always go back, our team goes back and we siphon out the questions and create more videos and more material as well. But there was a question yesterday um, that came up. So I think we, we can answer that as well for, for everybody. So we were talking about refinancing because after you've done the deal, so, so you buy a property, you do the work to it, you force the appreciation. We've done loads of videos on how to do all of this on YouTube. So just go to Real Life Group on YouTube and subscribe to that channel. And then what happens is once you force the appreciation, you refinance and then you pull all your money out. So somebody was saying, okay, so you do it off today's, uh, how today's, uh, way it's worked out yeah like how it's valued today but let's say his his question was what about in two years if it's going to you you come to renew the mortgage because your fixed rate runs out um what if it's really down value then and you're not able to get a refinance 
on that? Yeah, because we we leverage quite high on the property because we're commercially revaluing that HMO, for example. So then he, what he was saying was if it drops in value and then you've got, um, you're in negative equity, that's what he was asking us. How would you cope with that? And the answer that I gave, so I, I can only speak for what I think in this situation, but was that we've got a 10 year fixed rate mortgage on this. So obviously a lot changes in 10 years in property, like absolutely. The main thing with this is though, we've already taken all of our money out of the property. So everything that's left in there, and we have 25% equity anyway in the property. So we haven't obviously maximized up to like 80, 90%. It's like we've got 25% left in there anyway. It's a part repayment. So over the 10 years, it's going to be getting paid down because obviously even though we wanted to highly leverage, we do want to pay off the mortgages to make it bring it down. So we will be paying part of it off. So by the time we come to renew anyway, it will be in a very different position to when we started. But the question I was answering was saying, look, you know, we've done a 10 year fixed rate mortgage. We've pulled all of our money out. So we've got an infinite return on the cash flow. We never intend to sell. So whether it's in good equity, bad equity, it doesn't matter to us because it is in a rental income anyway. And we have a 10 year fixed rate mortgage. So in my opinion, like I'm just going to keep this infinite returning cash flowing asset. What do you think? Anything to add? Yeah, exactly what you're saying. And also just take into account, look, things don't happen overnight, like all of a sudden uh, interest rate change or people start valuing companies, uh, sorry, companies, <laughs> properties. They don't, they don't just start all of a sudden valuing properties in a different way. Things start to happen. Things start to creep in. Word starts to spread. And then there'll be resistance in the marketplace. So it takes years. So don't just think that, oh my goodness, all of a sudden I'm going to wake up tomorrow and my mortgage is finished and I need to get another one and all of a sudden they don't value it like that anymore. You'll see it coming. If you're in the game, by the way, you got to be in the game and that's what's so good about the Real Life Tribe and all, all the resources that we make available to everyone who's in our tribe as well. And what's awesome is because everybody is doing it, it's just a constant exchange of information in all the different areas across, not just England, but Europe as well, investing in property. So look, my my that's why I'm adding to it, is that it's not just going to spring up on you and come out of nowhere. Yeah, and if you follow the principles and you don't just rely on, um, you know, rules and regulations to make your business work, then it's going to be cool. Yeah, I think we need to do that. So, okay, good. Next question. If you do a six-bed HMO and need uh, and need to extend the kitchen to add more dining space, would you extend or add, an, add a conservatory? Yeah, so, okay, so that so, one, so that's from Tim. So in my opinion, I would always extend because you're adding square footage to the property. So it's always going to be valued higher um, rather than just adding a temporary dwelling like a conservatory. Plus, it's going to be longevity of having a proper extension with nice insulation and everything in there. Um, it's just going to be a better thing for you to maintain. Yeah, because there are all some conservatories that you can buy that are not like the normal ones where it's too cold in the winter, too hot in the summer. But by the time you get that that high specification of a conservatory, it'll probably cost the same, if not more, than just doing an extension. So I'm... I'm just assuming here, so please do comment again if you know you can add a bit more context to it. But I'm assuming you're thinking a conservatory might cost less, so it might be better for you. Um, but again, the principles we teach is making the gap between the donut value and then obviously all the costs. 
So you gotta you gotta analyze. Look by adding that square footage and extending the kitchen to to because you're saying just for the kitchen, right? Then you know what's that gonna add for the donut value to make sure the deal still works? Or if you're gonna do that anyway, what's the possibility of extending the kitchen? But can you make the upstairs bigger as well? And if so, again, what is the additional cost versus the additional value that it's gonna add? So is there anything else you want to do that? Let us know. Here's another question. When email, I think you might say, is that a tenant? If you're trying to say tenant, a tenant. So when emailing an agent, agent, when you're interested and want to view a property, because sometimes it allows just a message, sometimes had problems and won't send. So something, do you fill in? Best. Bez? Um, so I think the question the question is, it seems to me is like when you're emailing an agent that you're interested. Here's here's first thing. Okay, you email them fine. Pick up your phone. Pick up your phone. Don't just be emailing an agent that I'm interested in this property. By all means, do that, but don't just do that by itself. Pick up the phone, start talking, building a relationship, asking them questions, interviewing them as well. This is a two-way working relationship. Are are they good enough to work with you to be able to find properties that you want? Because the first thing is, and anyone who comes on Real Life Property Wealth, we give a M5 deal finder strategy, bulletproof. You know you've got to understand what your outcome is first, and then you get right down to what your property details will be. Like what type of property are you looking for to be able to fit it into your strategy or, or or like that property that you're asking for from the agents, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, I've seen it and now I'm just going to email them. I mean, if that is still the case and you're still actively going out, I mean, we teach how to have an endless flow of deals coming to you through various different sources. Don't just rely on one source through agents, it's various different sources. Um, but that, that's what I would say to that. Anything you would add? Yeah, I think, no, I think you've covered that. Well done. Very good, very good question. Okay, so keep your questions coming. When is enough property enough? So for us, you know, it's down to your personal outcome. outcome. Yeah, (laughs) it's down to your outcome. It's down to the outcome. What is your outcome? Because our outcome is going to be different to your outcome and various other people. For us, our goal is in the next 20 years to have 4,000 units of real estate or a portfolio of a billion. Um, and that's just because it's our vehicle to give us the five freedoms in life, which is what we're also trying to um, help other people achieve by becoming part of the real life tribe. So we're giving financial freedom, emotional freedom, spiritual freedom, physical freedom and mental freedom. Um, and to be able to get to be able to have all five, obviously, we want to take part of we need to take the financial freedom aspect as part of that, which is what we're gaining from property. And then we have the time to be able to coach and mentor and travel and have those experiences in our life. But if we were in jobs and we were stuck and we didn't have a lot of income and things like that, we would in another um, case not be able to enjoy so much. So it's completely your outcome. You know, you might want to start off and only have a few properties to just give you a certain amount of passive income. You may just want to do one every few months, like a few flips. Um, so totally just think about what it is you're doing it for, how much do you need or want, and then you know make a decision based on that. Keep your question. questions coming. You might have a question, how do I get started? How do I make my first move? How do I even 
how do I even do property with everything? Like, I don't have enough hours in the day already as it is. Maybe these are your questions. So give us some specifics. But just to add to this, when is, an, when is enough property enough? It, everything, what Trisha just said about the outcome. But even so, it's like, okay, what's my outcome? What goals do I need? What's going to kind of give me some goals around what money I need to create passively to live the life I desire? Yeah. But then what's even better than that is not just knowing when is enough enough. It's like, how do you want to do it? Because there are so many different strategies that can cater for you and your lifestyle because everybody wants to live their life differently. I don't think that, everybody yeah. wants to do the same things. Some people and are happy to, to just stay put. Some people want to go travel, run it you know, passively from all different ways around the world. Some people want to be active. Some people just be like, wow, man, if it could run itself, you know, then, then I'll go and do something else. Some people think I want it to run itself because I want to do nothing. But then you realize when you have nothing to do, you want something to do. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, be open to change as well, because, you know, we started with a figure to be able to leave our jobs. And as soon as we achieved that, everything was different at that point. So then our goals at the time that we originally wanted, we then had a different goal that we wanted to achieve. So be be open to change. So start doing one thing and keep going and follow one path until successful was where I used to be. And now we do many different things, many different strategies in many different areas. Um, so we just continue growing and doing more and more and we really just love it. So just, yeah, be open to that. Don't be fixed on something. Um, have your goals and your outcomes at the forefront of your mind. And um, in fact, we've got a goal setting module um, which is an experiential goal setting module and it's absolutely life transformational. Um, it's, it's the way to do things. Yeah. So if anybody's interested in that, just hashtag goal setting. Okay. Also with the, this, this as well, I just want to say that it's totally adjustable. You might go out and build a portfolio of, you know, five, 10 million with a number of different properties, but later on you might want to sell some because you want some capital or you might want to just sell some of it. I mean, not even like the whole deal. You know, you, you might want to move into different types of properties, like doing more commercial, big stuff. So you're renting it to commercial places. I know one guy, he's building something like, I think it was like 50 flats on one side of it. The other side of it is going to be all commercial, being rented out to a car garage, you yeah. know, with lifts and stuff in it, you know, ramps and all of that. And then part of it is a gym as well. And then you sell the flats and... The passive so mixed usage. So, so, all, so all the money's out, but then the passive income from the commercial units is a nice passive income. There's so many different ways. You need to come to real life property wealth. And you know, you discover what it is that you want for yourself. Here's some awesome question. Okay. So I'll answer this. So have you thought about investing abroad? Absolutely. Um, we're going into some places in Europe and uh, Dublin's always been on my radar. Yeah. And, and also Thailand. And funniest thing, we've made some awesome connections buying uh, or investing in holiday resorts in Belize. I think that's how I say it. I didn't even know. You see, I didn't even know that country existed. The only reason I know it existed was because going into this property deal in investing in a hotel resort. So, yes, to answer your question, have I thought? I'm not just thought about it. It's happening brother oh and the thailand thing is really interesting because there's some very 
uh, interesting. Awesome law. city. There's there's some very interesting thought uh, laws around her. You know, people who are not from Thailand owning the owning land or cannot that, own that's the land. That's like Mauritius as well. You can't own the land. You can't own the land. You can own the house. We can't own the land. But my friends, that's the beauty of joint venture. What about this one? How do I get started with rent to rent? So yeah, we were discussing this strategy. Um, me and Aliona were, were together recently and we were discussing because she was having challenges with Dublin and some of the regulations and prices. Like if you find that you're in an area that's quite expensive, then just look at the strategy and we don't need to find great deals. We create great deals. That's what we do in real life. So um, I think definitely ask this question on the mastermind afterwards, Elena, because it's really um, going to be able to explain in, in a lot longer detail. But what you want to start doing is ringing, sort of letting agents, start creating relationships. Have they got any properties that they're really struggling to let right now? Um, go on spare room. So going on spare room and looking at properties that really are tired and that have been listed for a while, ringing the number and a lot of the time you will get through directly to the landlord. And then you can say, look, I'd be interested in renting the property from you on a certain term. And then you can obviously um, turn it into a, a rent to rent unit doing whatever you wish to do with HMO or service accommodation, um, what you're looking to do to it and acquiring it that way. But working with agents, so start ringing around, creating relationships. Have you got anything you're struggling to let? I would be looking to let it on and then um, let it back out. You need to check that there's nothing in their contracts where they can't sublet if it's in a bit, because we've got some of our tribe members that do rent to rent. A lot of our guys are in, smashing yeah, it on rent to rent. I've like got right three deals and just in the last few weeks took yeah. them on earning you know, great incomes from them. So, but also co contact, uh, so yeah, spare room is great because you can find the rooms and get the details of the landlord, but also finding lists of landlords as well in various different ways to be able to send them letters and contact them that way. I know a lot of people do that. I mean, um, you know, you gotta, you got you can't just dabble. You, you've got to go for it because if you just dabble, the results will be very minimal, and you know everything that you put in will be a waste because you're just going to dabble and then you're going to stop. So if you're going to go for it, you've got to go for it. But when people talk about rent to rent, my question always is why? And people say, oh, you know, because I don't have any money. Listen, we built a portfolio of nearly 8 million with no money. What difference does it make if you have no money? You know, so uh, that's something you've got to consider as well. But real life property wealth and definitely property wealth turbo will blow your mind on how to do all of that. Next question. We've invested in two properties in Cape Verde, uh, on a resort and wanted to know how we could make the management work better. So, so the first thing I'd ask Leanne is if you can put specifically what the challenges are, just so that we know and we're not pie in the sky, you know, what are the specific challenges that you're having with the management right now? Because I should imagine if it's on a resort, they should have, you know, a service on site and some sort of management um, in-house anyway. So is it a case that maybe you need to discuss the package that you have with them on the charging and things like that. And what kind of units are they? Are they serviced accommodation? Are they? So what um, is it? Is it, a hol is it a holiday there? resort? And yeah. you've just, you, when you say you've like invested. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could be anything. But if you're talking about the management specifically, what's the challenges with the management right now? Like write a list. What's the challenges, and what is it? And, and then ideally, what is it that you would like it to be working at? As 
But again, again, you've made this investment already, but if you take a step back and say, okay, what is my outcome here that I am looking to achieve in life? Then is invested in these two properties in, in this resort, one of the milestone goals that is going to get you towards this outcome, you know, because investing in property is a broad term. Doing it to get you closer to what it is that you want is more important than, you know, doing it. You got to, you know, why you're doing it, like what, why that strategy, why that, you know, situation, why that property. But again, um, we go into more detail on a whole system. And you're coming there. to Property Wealth Turbo next month, so get ready. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Leanne, Leanne and Maria coming. Oh, great, good. And then, so this question, do you think bungalows are a good property to... Um, do you think bungalows are a good property for development? Absolutely. You mean building from scratch? Building from scratch, buying them, refurbing them and selling them on, buying them, refurbing them, renting them out, buying them, refurbing them, extending them, making them into a second floor. So you've got, it's caveats, right? So you've got certain areas that are bungalow and they're like an over 50 site that are all looking the same. And sometimes there's a challenge with planning if you were like wanting to add a second floor right? or a first floor, right? But in other areas that are like mixed, so you've got, you know, um, streets that you'll drive down where it's got some terrace houses, got some bungalows, got like a mixture. They're really open for you putting like a first floor into a bungalow. So you're literally creating a house instead of just a bungalow. So you're adding a floor, right? So that massively increases the value for either flipping it on to take some capital out of it. You know, you can maximize, turn it into a HMO. There's some bungalows in one of our article four areas that they are massive and they generally come with a lot of land bungalows. So they're very good for extending or even a building plot if you have access off road. Yeah, great development. But also go back to the outcome, outcome and milestone goal. You've got to remember that because if not, you you will spend a lot of time discussing all of this other stuff that doesn't actually lead to an outcome. So you've got to do that. But very quickly, I was told something about bungalows. So listen up, guys. Everyone listen on here, please give me your feedback on this. I would love to know if this is true or not. So someone was telling me that what was happening is where bungalows come from is there was a building site long time ago going on and at the time there was a shortage in material and there was a big kind of like oh my god what do we do because this development site was halfway through so because it was halfway through and they were, the materials were low and they run out of bricks they were going up to the site foreman and they said hey um you know we're not got enough bricks to build the second stories here what do we do and he said oh just bungalow roof on it so I want to know. I, I want to know if this is actually where bungalows come from and why it's called bungalow. Yeah, I, no, I'm serious. I, I was told that, and I was in the building trade for a while, and the story was going around, and people genuinely believe that that's true. So I'm wondering. Let's spread the word and see what happens. Let's see what feedback we can have. So I'm in property. Well, of Turbo in October. Uh, da, 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 da. Awesome. Not sure. Uh, not sure what I'm letting myself into. <laughs> <laughs> True or true. <laughs> Good. So keep your questions coming in. Uh, keep your questions coming in. I think we've got time for maybe a couple more questions because uh, after this, real life uh, mastermind for all the tribe members. Oh, my goodness. How amazing is that? You know, every week, every week you could come in. All the people are there. 
and uh, answering bring questions, in, yeah, answering questions challenges. challenges, sharing the best and the latest knowledge because that's what it's about. It was so cool because the other week on the Mastermind, a um, couple of tribe members that are doing really well right now um, came to us, no, no experience in land development and things like that, um, but they brought this deal because it had been brought to them off market and they were like, look, I've been brought this land, I can build so many properties on it, it's, it's a, it sounds like a really good deal. And we just broke it down on that mastermind and we found out at the weekend they got an offer accepted on it. Yeah. It's amazing. Just yeah. in the mastermind. It's great. Well, we'll um, ask and you shall receive. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll do a little video on that. We'll get them around here and we'll do a little interview with them so you can find out how you can do that for yourself. Absolutely. Uh, let's answer this last question. What do you expect from a project manager? Quite a, a vast, quite a wide you know, a simple answer, to manage the project. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a, as a project manager myself, so obviously we've got our own property and businesses that we project manage ourselves, but I also project manage for some of the clients in the tribe as well. Um, generally tribe only. I mean, I only work with a the tribe. They've all got the same ethos. We work together and I want to make sure that they're successful. And Listen, you, know, you want to work with people that you know are just all in, it's like a JV. Got the right energy. Yeah, got the right energy, got the right, you know. Ethos. Yeah, ethos, methods and all the rest. Doing the right things for the right reasons. Because what you want to make sure, like with a project manager, is that they've got systems in place so that you know what's going on, they know what's going on, and that things are being done properly. And that, you know, the main thing with a project manager is that you should be able to be as hands-off as you wish and not be concerned and that they're following all of the protocols and getting everything done to regulations and things like that. But most importantly, that you're aware of any challenge that is coming up so that you know if there's going to be a delay, if there's going to be um, a change in the strategy that you've got to do, um, loads and loads of things like that. I would expect we, we with our project management clients, once a week, I'll send pictures, I'll send um, an update on the schedule if we've faced any challenges that week. Because what I'll do is a sign off with the builders every Friday. How have you got on this week? Do we have any things that came up? And then we know if there's going to be a delay early as opposed to getting to the end of the agreement and saying, hey, this project is supposed to be finished when I'm sorry, but it's going to be another two weeks because we face this, this and this back in week five, you know, be on top of it all the time. So then the question is, do you have a contract with roles and responsibilities? I mean, you can have a contract with roles yeah, and responsibilities. We, I don't do that because it, again, it's kind of the relationship like a JV. It's a trust. I mean, thing. yes, there is a relationship, but you've but, got to yeah. remember the whole code of honor thing that we teach on the programs that we do because um, you know, you've got to have, you know, the times of when it's going to be done. Now, look, things change and I've been in that trade. So it's not about necessarily like, right, you didn't deliver by this. Now, if it's going to cost you money, they need to know that. So there needs to be like, it starts costing me money if you go past this part. So then you can put something in. So if it's going to start costing you money, you can start to put penalties in if you want to do that. The way we do it is we just like to stay in exchange of, look, if we agreed something, I need to know at the earliest convenience. Because I'll tell you what normally happens at the point where it's supposed to be done. Then someone comes up and says, oh, well, this isn't done. Or you get avoided for a couple of days or even sometimes a week or a couple of weeks. And, and listen, that happens to us as well. But it's just how you deal with that. It's like I, I will, my builder was ignoring me for a few days last week. So today I, I, I continue to dial seven times in a row 
every time it went to voicemail, I dialed again, I dialed again, yeah. dialed again. Yeah, and then it came, to, it came back to me. And sometimes it's they're on site, they're busy, and then they forget to call you back and another thing comes up. But just don't give up. Don't let them off. And contracts and stuff can be good if you've got that concern. You don't really know them very well. You know, like with the builders, for example, if they're running a bit behind on a project, you know, you can have penalties in place. So you can say if you go over by two weeks, four weeks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If it's not, if it's fault of them not being and following the timeline as they gave you, if, however, something does be uncovered on site, you can't blame the builder for maybe them having to do another two weeks of work because they've dug up something and it needs replacing, you know. But if it's something from their perspective and they're delayed because they haven't been on site or, you know, they failed to deliver, then you can absolutely have fines in place for delays because it's obviously going to cost you more on the finance perspective. So there's a lot, lot, lot of things you can do to secure yourself. Answer this question. Um, okay, so, oh yes, yeah, so this is one from earlier. So it's a two bedroom apartment. Oh, two two bedroom apartments, not a timeshare, got a mortgage on one. We have some pri someone privately managing it as the resort fees don't leave us with much return. We want to look at managing it ourselves. Okay, what I would suggest here is one, so there's loads of options, but one, you could speak to the resort directly and look at doing a serviced accommodation type agreement. Because again, I'm not so sure about you know the deal itself. I mean, definitely, I think you should bring this up on the mastermind in a minute because you can have a lot more time to actually live give the answers on our questions. But um, I would speak to the resort about making it into a serviced accommodation unit, um, which would obviously give you a lot more income than like a fixed buy-to-let type system. Because again, I'm not sure what it is, but if it's a buy-to-let that you're looking to do, that's great. But if you were doing, running it as a service accommodation because it's on a on a resort, you would be able to afford their fees maybe if you were obviously having much higher income because it's short term less. And obviously their services are probably more expensive because it includes the kind of service accommodation managing. Um, so you could do that. Or if, yeah, you want to manage it privately yourself, no problem. You obviously just have to be aware of the challenges with it being um, not in the country that you reside. So what I would do with like what I do with my HMOs, you know, set up your short hold tenancy agreements with each person that's going to be moving into the property, but just maybe get a cleaner to go in once a month um, or something like that, just to give it a tidy, keep on top of maintenance, let you know if there is anything that needs fixing, and let you know if the tenants are, you know, looking after it correctly and things like that. Um, you know, it's definitely something that's worth a try in regards to looking at that situation. But again, I think we need a back and forth conversation a little bit, just because I want to find out a bit more about the deal. But hopefully that answers your question and gives you a couple of ideas on that. Awesome. Well, great stuff. And keep your questions coming no matter where you are watching this, when you are watching this, because like I say, our team and we go through them and figure out and pull them out and create content. Go follow us. Uh, if you're not part of Property Investors with Real Life Group on Facebook, go and find that group and get yourself in there. All our people, uh, all our tribe members are also in that group. But that group is there for everybody to come and share, keep each other up to date with what's going on in the marketplace. And we share a lot of stuff. We answer a lot of questions in there as well. Go to YouTube, Real Life Group as well. Yeah. Oh my God, we, we've got so much stuff that we're putting out there. But if you want to go, if you like if information, tell us what you need. 
we'll find it or we'll do it for you. But if you want a real transformational experience, get yourself to one of our next events. The next event, if you go back and watch the start of this video, when it's on there, this video will be on YouTube in the next couple of days and it's obviously on Facebook here now and you'll be able to see it on the replay. Um, you know, from Property World Turbo, four day event, absolutely crazy. Gonna be crazy transformational welcome, information. Yeah and uh you know experiences because experience is the only teacher i say it time and time again experience is the only teacher so so the experience on there going to blow your mind so hashtag pwt uh or message the real life page or group or just get a message to us look if you want it enough you'll find a way to speak to one of us or someone in our team as well what is this is there one more is it cheaper to convert or build out what adds more value? value yeah that's answer that question what adds more value you know, so, it depends. Yeah, so going out is really good because obviously you're adding square footage, you're making it more saleable or more rentable because obviously you're giving more floor space for the communal um, aspect. But if you're going up, remember that is going to add a lot more value because you're putting it into a different price bracket. So if you're taking it from a three bed, uh, from a two bed to a three bed or a three bed to a four or five bedroom, you're putting it into a different category of um, of house value. So, you know, it could be 125 as a two bed, but when you make it into a three bed, it goes up to 160 and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you look at the value of the different um, accommodation. It's more bedrooms. Bedrooms add value. Of, co of course they add more value because it goes into a different category of buyer. It goes into um, a different category in rental terms. So certainly HMO wise, adding as many bedrooms as you can, I, you know, I would have obviously advise do because they're valued very much by the room and you're obviously getting more rental income as well. But if it's a flip, definitely um, putting it into a different price bracket. I will always add a bedroom if I can. And But going up, going out, if you can do both. Always do both. Awesome. So every Monday, seven o'clock, this real life, what is it called? Just training. Whatever it is you need. So if you are Yeah, Monday subject, Night Live. Monday Night Live. Monday Night Live. If you want to see if you want to see anything in particular, any videos in particular, you let us know. We've got a whole host on YouTube already. But there are so many things that we got as well, like how to raise finance, how to get started. We've got ebooks. Look, anything you need, just message, comment, get in touch with people in the tribe. Look, it's going on, baby. It's going on. This is like, you know, want to take people to the next level. So, awesome. Much love. We'll see you all very soon. And remember, do the right things for the right reasons.